your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. By the end of the week, all students will have returned to school and for some children, they'll have taken the first steps in the door to big school. The return can be a bit of a build-up for both parents and children and little anxieties can kick in. And joining us this morning is Fiona O'Malley from Turn To Me Mental Health Charity and Thelma Dowling, who's a teacher at Salishans Primary School here in Limerick. Good morning to you both. Fiona, if children are showing they're a little anxious about the return or maybe starting for the first time, how should parents who might be feeling the nerves themselves react? That's a great question. So, um, as you say, high levels of anxiety can negatively impact um, the family unit, the child and also the parent. And the concept of going back to school can be quite daunting for a lot of young people, particularly after the recent pandemic disruptions. And the children themselves might be experiencing bullying, isolation, exam pressure or stresses from their home environment, but also the parents are affected by, by the transition or going back to school with the rising cost of living, impacting the cost of education and a change in the routine that they have. So Turn To Me, as you say, is a national mental health charity and we have given three tips for young people and families um, who are feeling anxious about going to school for the first time or indeed going back to school. And the three tips are, the first tip is to speak to someone about your anxiety. The second is to try to organise your back to school or going to school change um, and the third is to join clubs and societies to make new friends in, in, in the school that you're going to. Okay so be ready with pretty much everything before they go to bed the night before and then presumably yeah. get up early the next morning to give yourself time. Yeah absolutely because when you leave yourself that extra time you're not rushing and then obviously when you're reducing the unnecessary stress of the morning rush that can reduce anxiety as well. Mm. Uh, Thelma, uh, good morning to you and presumably the infant classes can be interesting. Are most children okay with the transition from home or preschool to junior infants these days? Well Joe, most of us, all of us have gone through the school system so some of us can remember our first day at school. Do you know what, I was just thinking that this morning. I can remember my first day at school and I'm amazed that the memory is still that clear. Yes, and for some people it regresses into the back of their head, they never again have a memory of it. But look, like everything, <clears throat> some people handle change very well, and for some change it's really difficult. In the infant classes, um, some of them will bounce in, but you know, you'll have some of them who find it hard to leave mommy or daddy, not know when they see them again. Everything is so new to them. You know, uh, they new school bags, these new lunch boxes, they laces, they don't know what to do with these things. And like Fiona just said there, you know, having your child prepared. And, you know, having things in order and being, you know, go, we would advise parents to go through things with their child before they send them to school. So they're familiar with all of that. But on the most part, you know, it is great fun in the infant class, helping them and uh, getting used to the routines and that. Yeah, I'd, I remember hearing a parent-teacher induction that uh, parents should, particularly on a first day in a new school, allow the child to get on with it and not stand there for too long, um, you know, yes. bawling their eyes out. <laughs> well, this is it. And like resilience is a big word in the primary school now. And, you know, when you're encouraging resilience, you're trying to give them that sense of independence and autonomy where they can manage this. <clears throat> you're sending them off to school with a positive attitude as much as you can. Um, like, you know, that they're kind of they're able to do their shoes or they're able to, you know, peel that orange that they're worried about in their bag. What am I going to do with this orange? 
you know, like we very much encourage parents to be prepared and have that book list, have those, you know, have that book list ticked off and let those children know everything that's in their bag, have packed it with them, have given them choice about what they want, what pencil case they're going to use or, you know, what they like, whether they're self-assured coming in. And then they can look forward to it once you've all that trial run of the uniform done and, you know, kind of, they know what their after-school arrangement is with collecting them, where they're going to be, when they're going to see their parents again. That's the most important thing because, again, it's the unknown always for children or uh, any of us. What is the theory behind the graduated start to school, particularly for those uh, initial junior infant classes, you know, the reduced hours over the first few weeks? So it's really, like, it's, it's a long time to be away from your mum and dad in a noisy classroom with lots of kids around you. You know, we want to give them the best experience we can give them. And like a short burst where they go in and they really enjoy that time, they're looking for more. Whereas if the day is too long, they're going to come out exhausted, exasperated. It's going to be too overwhelming for them. So that would be the short day. That's the start where they want, leave them leaving one wanting more, you know, that's the thinking behind it. And that they get used to the routines. There's a lot to take in when you start school and rules and classrooms and, you know, this teacher and the children in their group. So they, they only have the capacity to take so much in at a time. So it's really important that we gently graduate them into school. Yeah. And Fiona, from turn to Mia, the other point being any year, but especially this year with the rising cost of living that we've been talking about, the, the period in the run up to the return to school in August is, is a stressful one for parents and they may be feeling the nerves as well. And I suppose that can transfer to the child, can't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really interesting um, talking about making going to school a positive thing and really emphasising that to, to children, teenagers and even young adults and talking about how many friends you're going to make and the things you're going to learn. It's going to be so exciting and seeing it as an opportunity rather than a massive burden. And I um, totally agree with your uh, other guest um, when she was talking about resilience building, resilience in young people. Unfortunately, we can't take away all the stresses and the, the trials that young people face. And it's actually really important to have some type of stresses throughout your life to, to build that resilience and to develop those problem-solving skills. So I think trying to have a, a positive attitude to school and to re-emphasise the opportunities that it brings to the child is, is something very positive and to be encouraged. And what about a little more, as you mentioned it there, on older teenagers and they going back into whatever it might be, second, third, fourth, fifth year, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So I suppose it's a difficult time for um, everyone, particularly those teenagers, can be very uh, challenging. Uh, we would emphasise that we run free support groups most evening at 6pm. We also offer a free thought catcher mood diary, which runs every day from 2pm until 8pm. Um, and both services are available for free on the Turn To Me website, which is turntome.ie. And we would encourage anyone to A, speak to people about their anxiety, people that they love and that they trust but if they don't feel they can open up to anyone in their immediate circles that they can definitely come to turn to me and get those supports that they need there. Yeah and I suppose uh, the other reality Thelma is that you know teachers live in the community as well and you'll probably be very aware of children coming in from families who this year maybe more than most years could be financially struggling as well. Yes, Joe, for sure. And just listening to your last speaker as well there about the budget and that. Like, children do pick up on adult worries 
and, you know, the more serious issues such as separation, bereavement, homelessness, moving home, all of those things, they affect the child's um, sense of security um, and especially kind of come back to school and they don't want to pick that item for school because they know that mommy or daddy might have the money for it and that kind of thing. And like, you know, all we can do is do the best we can and let our children know that we're doing the best that we can for them. And if they know that, there's assurance in that in itself. Not that they can always have what they need or, or they have what they need, but they can't have what they want. Yes, you know? yes, um, absolutely. That's probably the key to it too. Okay, well listen, thank you both for excellent advice uh, on the return to school or maybe starting school for the first time this week. Thelma Dowling, who's a teacher at Salishans Primary School in Limerick and Fiona O'Malley from the Turn To Me Mental Health Charity. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.